From the politics section of the Washington Post, GOP candidates chart different paths as race goes national on Super Tuesday by Philip Rucker and Robert Costa. After coursing through the first three intimate contests, the Republican presidential race is now accelerating to full throttle, becoming a truly national election that appears to favor celebrity frontrunner Donald Trump against a bitterly divided field of opponents. In a clear admission of Trump's dominant standing following decisive back-to-back primary victories, his top two rivals, Senators Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio, are not even pretending they can best the billionaire mogul on March 1 or Super Tuesday, when 11 states hold primaries or caucuses. Cruz hopes to win his home state of Texas, but otherwise, he and Rubio, as well as John Kasich and Ben Carson, are charting strategies to recruit convention delegates by surgically targeting slivers of the states. The Super Tuesday contests award delegates proportionally and cover wide swaths of the country, from Massachusetts to Virginia to Alabama to Colorado. Together with the Florida, Illinois, Missouri, and Ohio winner take all primaries on March 15th, they could prove determinative in the nomination battle. Cruz is eyeing Bible Belt states with disproportionately high numbers of white evangelical voters, as well as caucus states where he thinks he can out-organize others. Rubio is hoping to run up his score with suburban and upwardly mobile mainstream voters in metropolitan areas such as Atlanta, Boston, Minneapolis, and Nashville. There were signs of fresh momentum for Rubio on Sunday as he addressed large crowds in Tennessee and Arkansas before touching down here in Las Vegas to campaign for Tuesday's Nevada GOP caucuses. With former Florida Governor Jeb Bush's exit from the presidential race Saturday night, Rubio is looking to quickly absorb much of the former Florida governor's network of major donors and establishment figures, such as Senator Dean Heller, Nevada, who endorsed Rubio on Sunday. I will bring this party together faster than anyone else, Rubio pledged at a crowded outdoor rally in the Nashville suburb of Franklin, Tennessee, arguing that the shrinking field would play to his advantage. But the Cruz and Rubio playbooks are born out of limitation and underscore how difficult it will be for all of the non-Trump candidates to navigate the wake of Trump's wins Saturday in South Carolina and 11 days earlier in New Hampshire. Both freshman senators enter the next phase with doubts hovering over them. Is Cruz's base of evangelicals and self-described constitutional conservatives too narrow? Is Rubio's demonstrated appeal across a range of demographics too shallow? And which states can either of them win? Then there is Trump. Whether there is a ceiling to his support and whether it would be too low for him to win a majority of Republican voters once only two candidates are left standing remains a subject of intense debate. That theory may not be tested as long as the GOP field remains fractured. Kasich, the Ohio governor, is vowing to soldier on into next month and sees the Michigan primary on March 8th as a possible win. By doing so, he effectively deprives Rubio of the opportunity to swiftly become the establishment's consensus alternative to Trump. Trump will win everything until it's a two-person race. And he's going to win it by a lot, said Russ Schreifer, a veteran of past Republican presidential campaigns. There's a real risk that we would wake up on March 2nd and Trump would have won the most number of states and have received the most number of delegates. That is exactly what Trump intends to do. It gets so big so fast, Trump campaign manager Corey Lewandowski said, Our strategy is to compete everywhere. We'll take absolutely nothing for granted. Boisterous crowds follow Trump everywhere, he added. We have a great luxury of having the person that everybody wants to see. And he has been winning states. Trump has also been expanding his ring of advisors. Former New York Mayor Rudolph W. Giuliani said Sunday that he and several other high-profile Republicans in New York and Washington have started counseling Trump. We've been talking, Donald and me. 
Donald and a few other friends who know politics. He calls to check things out, or I'll call him to say, Donald, you're going too far, or what you said was great, or maybe change it a bit. It's nothing formal. It's kind of a running conversation, Giuliani said. There is candor, and there is trust. Trump confirmed the conversations with Giuliani. The race's rhythms are amplifying, which party operatives said favors a media sensation such as Trump, who can drive national headlines and will be able to hold splashy rallies in multiple states a day as he crisscrosses the country on his personal jet. He can't pour coffee in a coffee shop anymore, GOP consultant Brian Hayden said. You're talking about 11 states, 30 to 40 media markets that require a significant amount of money to have any sort of presence. Walk and talk is over. It's fly and buy. Having 11 contests on the same day will test the organizing abilities of the leading campaigns, including Trump's. Until now, his team has been able to focus on one state at a time, with Lewandowski decamping to the...